Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. How was Christmas for you? I, I don't know how it was for me just yet. That's right, it's the last episode of the year. It's the 29th of December, as and when you're listening to this. It's the last episode of the podcast for 2023, and as is the case for more or less every part of this podcast, I'm recording out of order yet again. I've got a Christmas episode coming out. I mean, this is it, it's absolutely useless explaining this to you now, because even though it hasn't happened for me yet as I record this, you will have heard the Christmas episode a week ago on the 22nd, so absolutely pointless explaining this, uh, but at this point where I'm currently sitting, I, uh, I've decided I want to record the Christmas episode as a guest episode, and I want to make it Christmas-themed, and I'm going to record it with Heather. It hasn't happened yet. By now, by the time you're hearing this, you will know whether it was a success or not. I hope you enjoyed it. How was your Christmas? How were the festivities? How how was your time with family? How are you getting on uh, this holiday season? Let me know, don't know what pod at gmail.com. I can't tell you just yet how my Christmas was because right now as I record this it's the 14th of December so uh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've decided to to make the call to record as many episodes as possible uh, well in advance of when they're going to be coming out because just to just to make life easier for me for future reference uh, and the plan also is to when I've got some time off work over Christmas to just record, 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 like get like ten episodes. So I've got like five weeks worth of stuff, because when we get back into the new year again is when we're going to be going back to the Monday episodes. Also, God, it's just going to be a lot of work, isn't it? Also, I've just realised um, from episode twenty six, the shipping and board games episode, I explained to you a little bit of a debacle. Um, regarding uh, a gift I bought for Heather, but she had also bought for herself and bought for her mum, but they'd sent her an extra one. Uh, and then we aptly got shipping as a as a, as a a topic. And I realistically could have saved that story for the... But anyway, I don't know. There we go. Just goes to prove I don't know what topics I'm going to be getting before I get them. So, But what I can do now, because I know that this episode is coming out post-Christmas Day, is tell you what it was that I bought for Heather that she bought for herself and for her mum and now for me and my sister um it's uh electric blankets but not like the old style electric blankets that you get on your bed that's like an electric duvet it's like an like a throw like an electric throw so on these chilly winter nights because it's been it's been getting ridiculously cold have I, have we have we noticed that and as well very recently lots of people have been ill because the temperature has been so up and down. Last week, I was discussing this with my dad. Sorry, this is a massive tangent now, straight away. I was discussing this with my dad last week, because my dad wasn't very well last week. I think it was Tuesday morning last week, I was heading into work for half past six. It was minus six degrees, Tuesday morning. Wednesday morning, I was going into work, it was seven degrees. That is a... Minus six, minus five, 
minus 4, minus 3, minus 2, minus 1, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That is a 13 degree increase in one day, if my maths is right. I don't know. I've mentioned it before in the podcast. I am shit at maths. Don't hold it against me if it's wrong. So because the temperature fluctuations have been so huge and in such a short space of time, people are really feeling it. And lots of people have been really ill recently with not not like super, super ill, but like um, like quite just bad colds and sniffs and coughs and sneezes and shit. Just the kind of stuff that you don't want at this time of year. This is the time for friends and family. And if you're getting ill, then you're just not going to see anyone, are you? And uh, unfortunately, at the moment, I'm not going to go deeply into it, but um, my grandma is currently in hospital. So I, I, I want to try and stay as, um, as, as, as well as possible so I can, I can continue seeing her and going to, going to meet her. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So because it's been so cold... That like this, and and so this was the thing that the the electric throw, the electric blanket that Heather was so desperate to have from Lidl of all places. We went out to rehearsal one morning extra early, just so that we could uh, just so that we could get there to to get it. I think they went on sale on this one date when Lidl opened. It would have opened up like what seven o'clock in the morning. We got there at half past nine, quarter ten, and they'd sold out, gone. There you go, that's the power of social media. Little had posted on social media to say, we're putting these electric blankets in our stock on this day at this time. And they sold out. More or less immediately. Uh, and by the time you're hearing this, I, I will probably be wrapped up in my electric throw, trying to trying to warm my cockles. Um, yeah. Just before we go into the, the main thwage of the episode... That's not a word, I've just made it up, I don't know why. The main kind of... I would say bulk there, but I don't like the word bulk. The main bulk of the episode, I always say that. Uh, the main portion of the podcast. Uh, before we get to there, before we spin the wheel, let's just say that. Let's just say, before we spin the wheel, before we spin the wheel, I've got another coffee to try. And I felt a little bit bad on Costa, because I keep going to Costa and trying their festive drinks. And... Some of them have been bad-mouthing quite badly. And, as well, I will say, um, a friend of mine, Emily, uh, who I do shows with, said that she was listening to one of the episodes where I mentioned that I was going to try the Terry's Chocolate Orange, but she hadn't quite got to the episode yet where I had tried it. And so she was like, oh, you said you were going to try the Terry's Chocolate Orange. It's really nice. And I was like, oh, well, um, I did get round to trying it. And actually, I think I gave it like a two-star rating just because it didn't taste like Terry's Chocolate Orange. It was like a hot chocolate with a dribble of orange juice in it. It was the teeniest, tiniest little trace of orange. It it, it, didn't, it wasn't worthy to call itself Terry's Chocolate Orange Hot Chocolate, whatever the f*** it was called. So I did say to Emily, I'll give it another try just in case that one was one sort of bad version of it. Yeah, and I felt bad because I was largely only trying... Well, I was literally only trying Costa drinks. And I was giving some of them, like, a bad rep because, like I said, sometimes I was giving them two stars. So today, I've decided to go to Starbucks on the way home from work and pick up a... I think this is a toffee nut latte from Starbucks, one of, the, one of their festive drinks. It's a large... Uh, I'm going to need the 
sugar from the toffee and the caffeine from the latte to really wake me up. Because as well, which I'll go into in the next episode, I'm fil- I'm f- filming. I, c- I always say filming. I'm literally recording my vocals. You can't see me. I would say filming. Just for future reference, if I say filming, I mean recording. I know you can't see me, but that it is what it is. I'm recording two episodes back to back tonight, and it's the first time I've ever done that. And today has been an absolute shit show at work. So, yeah, I need this caffeine, I need the sugar to give me a little pick-me-up to get through two episodes. But I'll go more into that in the next episode in like an hour for me. But it'll be a week for you. Yay! So, this is the Toffee Nut Latte from Starbucks. Oh, and I will say, it it smells really nice. And the reason I've said this is because in the car on the way home, a car in front of me uh, slammed on its brakes. You know, when a, you know when cars do this? For no reason, apropos of nothing, brakes went on, boom, my brakes had to also go on, and so the coffee went um, everywhere, all over the car. And within 15 seconds, I could smell it. And whilst I was still reeling from the fact that I could have just rear-ended someone, I did think to myself, this coffee smells really nice. So there was the little ray of sunshine at the end of the rainbow, whatever the, however the phrase goes. I don't, I don't know. But I'm going to try the coffee now. Here we go. Do you know what? When it comes to coffees, I have always sort of put Starbucks a bit higher than Costa just because I like my coffee quite strong. And with Starbucks, they sort of naturally come quite strong. I think it's the roast that they use. And this one, ladies, gentlemen, ladies and gentle them, is no exception. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's near perfect. It's not a honeycomb latte. That still holds the regal spot. That still reigns high for me. In fact, if anyone from Starbucks is listening to this, you could undercut Costa and do your own honeycomb latte just for me. There's a suggestion for you. Anyway, um... It's beautiful. I give it 4.5 out of 5. Uh, the toffee is... You can really taste the toffee and the nut is really, uh, really subtle. One of my one of my fears for this coffee was that it was going to taste a little bit like peanut... Like it was going to taste like it had peanut butter in it. But it doesn't at all. It's really nice. It tastes... It tastes... This is going to sound cliche. It tastes like Christmas. Like chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost... Nipping at me. I don't know. Um. Anyway, this has gone on for way too long. Let's jump into the episode. Spin that mother wheel. And the topic is hotels. Right, I know it's Christmas time. And... I know this is not the time, like it's not Halloween, it's not the time to talk about ghosts and stuff, but it's been a while since I've mentioned anything paranormal or anything ghostly. But my immediate thought when I thought of hotels was ghosts and shit. The night um, I had when I stayed at the King's Head in Chester, 
uh, when we found that supposed shadow figure on the video in the in the mirror, which I later debunked. Really sorry for that. That is uh, part of a YouTube channel called My Haunted Hotel, and they're very successful. And what they do there is really good because what they what they don't do is fake shit. And I know that for a fact. And talking as a skeptic, um, you know, within the sort of paranormal community, talking, speaking as a, a very, very strong skeptic as well, I hate it, right, when people... I don't know how to, I don't know how to go about saying this. Normally, I find if someone has found a way to monetize the paranormal, that, for me is proof enough that they will go out of their way to fake something to get more traction to their channel, to get more money, to get more bums on seats or whatever, however you want to phrase it. With My Haunted Hotel, they have their own YouTube channel. And that was kind of the assumption from my end was they probably just fake things for the YouTube channel. Then they'll get more views and more... That's not the case. I spent the night there, and they go out of their way to debunk everything. And I'll give you an example. Obviously, we had the whole debacle of we saw the shadow figure, quote-unquote, in the mirror. We went back. We watched the footage from the phone. We watched the footage from the CCTV, and at the time... We clearly rushed it a little bit, but at the time, none of us could see any proof of movement within the room that meant that any of us, uh, any of the uh, any of the sort of live humans within the room, myself, Sarah, or Emma, would have made that shadow. We saw no proof of that, and so we kind that. So you know, the guys at my haunted hotel, they they looked at that and they went, "This this is." This is really good evidence for ghosts. And it looks to be a shadow figure of of and I think they said that they they said it looked like a child looking at the sort of size of it and stuff. If you watch their video, there, there is a video that sort of includes our our Facebook live. They did spend a, a period of time trying to debunk it trying to come up with a rational explanation before just diving into it's a ghost, it's a ghost and I, like I said, I as a skeptic very much appreciated that and then later on in the night I heard what very distinctly sounded like uh, a lady saying hello from the corner of the room where no one was stood it was quite simply, basically I was in the bar area sort of downstairs and I was walking towards the toilet. I needed the loo. And I was walking around the corner. And just as I passed this one pillar, I heard, Hello, from the corner. And I looked in the corner. No one there. Uh, and it was sort of like a booth eating area. And behind that was a window to the outside. But it sounded so, so clearly inside to me in my head it sounded very clearly inside uh and obviously there's yeah they had the cctv in there as well and the cctv has microphones on them 
so I said, you know, we radioed up to, up to the guys who were in like this control. They have like a control center. And I radioed up to the guys and said, do you have that footage? Can you roll back on that and see if you can hear it as well? Or if it was just sort of in my head. And they rolled back and they said, yep, we can we can hear that. There's definitely a hello. And to me, that was weird. Even to me, the skeptic, like the skeptic in the room. I was like, this is weird because it sounded interior, it didn't sound exterior. It was clear, it was a woman's voice, and the only person anywhere near me within sort of four or five meters of me was a man who was just sitting there by himself, I think, doing... I don't know what. The first thing that the guys came back to you on the radio and said was, you know, there's a guy near you. Does he have maybe a device on him that, that, that throws words out? There's a device called an ovulus um, where spirits are supposed to be able to manipulate words to come through this ovulus and it speaks like, like Alexa, I suppose. And we said to him, do you have one of these devices? And he says, I do, but it's in my pocket and it's off. And he didn't hear anything. So if, if something had gone off in his pocket, he will have heard it. So it wasn't that. And then the guys were like, okay, well, we're going to check the exterior cameras to see if anyone was walking past at the time. Turns out um, a couple were walking past at the time that I heard this hello. So they came back to me and said, we cannot rule out the possibility that it was this woman outside saying that. Uh, and so they they put it down to to that. And so what I'm saying is, these guys at my haunted hotel, even though they have a YouTube channel and they've managed and they and they do ghost walks and they've managed to monetize this paranormal thing, this you know supposedly the most haunted hotel in the UK, they don't fake shit to get views or to get more money, or to get more patrons. They just, they are very, very legitimate, and I really appreciate what they do as a sceptic. And I will go back there in my quest to try and prove or disprove the paranormal. I don't know where I stand on that. I don't know whether, when I go to a, a haunted event, if I go to 30 East Drive... Pontefract, or if I go to the King's Head in Chester, or if I go to the Lyceum Theatre in Crewe, I could not tell you whether or not I was there to disprove the paranormal for believers or prove the paranormal for myself. I go because it just fascinates me. The idea of ghosts is like an obsession for me. It's weird. It is weird, and I've talked. I've. I've I mean, I've. I've. I've dove, I've dove into it before on here, and you know, I think I've probably spoken enough about it. Maybe, maybe one day, I will go to a location that's supposedly haunted, and I will prove to myself that ghosts are real. Or maybe one day I will have gone to enough haunted locations, quote-unquote, and gained enough evidence to prove that actually everything you're experiencing in this niche is because of this very natural psychological thing. And everything that you're experiencing in this niche is, you know, 
because of this psychological and very natural scientific thing. Who knows? I don't have many great hotel stories. I, I, I have got a, 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 a weird story, but that's only weird to me. And it's not something that I would put out on the podcast because it's something that happened many years ago. It didn't actually happen to me and it's actually quite a personal thing to the people that it happened to and they wouldn't appreciate it going out on the podcast. So <clears throat> there's absolutely no way I will uh, I will mention it on here. So that being said, I'm sorry I had to go down the paranormal route again talking about my haunted hotel. But if you haven't, look them up on YouTube, do go and look at My Haunted Hotel on YouTube. They are brilliant paranormal investigators. They try and debunk everything, and uh, they're doing a, a great job. That's coming from a skeptic. Let's move on to the next topic. Okay, and the topic is pineapple. It, I Sometimes I'm at a complete loss as to why certain things ended up in the topic wheel. This is one of those times. Why has pineapple gone into the topic wheel? I I I I do know why. There's a very good reason. And it will probably be because I put out a plea to ask people for topics. Uh some people came back to well quite a few people came back to me, but then I I tried to bulk out the wheel a bit more, so I went onto a, a random topic generator on Google, <clears throat> and that spewed out a load of random crap as well. So, pineapple probably came from that random generator on the internet. I think I've explained that before on the podcast. Sometimes I just run out of things to say, and I just say the same thing over and over and over and over again. So, what are we talking about? Pineapple. I don't mind pineapple. Pineapple as a fruit, I could give or take. In fact, I would, I would, I would give it. I would give it away. Personally, it's not my bag. I, I'm not sure I like the texture of it. It's a bit stringy for me, for a fruit. I don't think fruits need to be that stringy when you bite into them. But as a juice, pineapple juice is top tier. Really nice. Apple juice and pineapple juice. Probably my two favourite juices. Hmm, that's a weird thing that just came out of my mouth and pineapple juice is really great as well heather got me onto this if you are a singer because it's like an anti anti-inflammatory um if you are a singer pineapple juice is really good for your throat and like yeah what are they, are they, are they called like lymph nodes or something really good for your throat pineapple uh, pineapple juice so if you're a singer and you need to sort of rest your voice and lubricate then uh, stick to pineapple juice. Get some pineapple juice down you. Really good for you. That and hot water, honey and lemon. Always really good. Heather's actually buying me for Christmas. It's one of my, one of the things I put on my Santa list is a doctor. What's it called? My friend Chloe told me about it. Doctor something or other. It's it's some kind of like a pot. And I think you put hot water in it, and it's got like a little spout, and you breathe in the steam. <clears throat> like a little mini bong, I suppose. <laughs> but you just, you literally just put hot water in it, though. Uh, and maybe some, like, 
ointment or something that's um you know like lemon vapor or something like that i don't know uh that will that, that will coat your throat <laughs> um so you breathe in it sort of loosens your vocal cords and then will and then obviously can help you sing i can't remember what it's called is it dr layton dr layton's steam pipe or something like that uh, heather's getting me one of them for christmas to help me with my vocals because playing charlie and kinky boots did i mention by the way i'm playing charlie and kinky boots i'm playing charlie and kinky boots uh april the 17th to the 24th at the lyceum theater in crew get your tickets by clicking the link tree link in the description of the podcast or in the description of this video on youtube depending on where you're listening to this uh, get, get your tickets, come and see me as Charlie Price in uh, Kinky Boots. That plug is over. Do you know what's... Do you know what's... Do you know what's weird? Is that there's a slight crossover. Because the story that, I, that I'm that i reluctant to tell you about the hotels... Crosses over with pineapples. And the reason is because... So, basically what I'm going to tell you is... I'm not going to name any names. So... I was, I went to, uh, so at, at school, this is when I first kind of got into musical theatre. Um, <clears throat> and I started doing school shows. And we would, we would be, we would be part of the school, we, the the cast of part of the school show as a treat, I guess, for doing the show. We, we would be taken to London to watch, we'd watch two shows and then we would go to Pineapple Dance Studios and do two workshops. Um, and this is why this crosses over and we would stay in this hotel and one year and let me just say that everyone in this story was of legal age. (sighs) Um, we stayed in uh, a hotel room, um, and it was two people per room for this trip. I was staying with this one person who will remain unnamed. And another person that was on the trip with us was in a different room, as you would expect. I went to sleep, woke up the next morning, and we went to Pineapple Dance Studios. This is literally, this is literally the story that I wasn't going to tell on the hotel one, but I'm now telling it on the pineapple one. Brilliant. We, and then we woke up the next day. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a lovely sleep that was. Oh, says me, completely unbeknownst to anything. And we went to Pineapple Dance Studios and um, had, a, had a lovely time. We saw the shows and we came home. Several years later, I met a friend for coffee. And the friend was not the person I was sharing the room with. The friend was a different person, a lady person. And she told me at that time, and again, no names are being put out there because I'm actually in touch with neither of these people now anymore. So, uh, uh, why am I telling this? <laughs> she told me when we met for coffee a couple of years later um, that actually that night after I had gone to sleep, she came into my room and she and he... Not all the way, but some of the way did some naughty things in the in the in our bathroom, and I had literally no clue. 
I was asleep. And that's the story. But no names will be going out there. I've tried to give as few clues as possible, but still tell the story. And I, yeah, I literally didn't find out about that until a couple of years later. And I could have done without being told, without being reminded of it. But for some reason, that popped into my head today and I needed to fill some time on the podcast. So there, it's out in the ether now. And neither of them probably listen to this. I hope not. If if either of you do, you know who you are and you know what you did. Get in touch with me. Like I said, I'm in touch with neither of them anymore. Why am I doing this? <laughs> oh, I think that's about enough time spent talking out loud anymore. And I've still got another episode to record. I nearly said film again then. Let's end on pineapples there without trying to spill any more information on that topic. I cannot believe that I just did that. Um, but it is what it is. I'll put it out. Uh, hopefully no one will be any the wiser because no names were named. And <clears throat> like I said, I'm not in touch with either of the people involved anymore. So not like we've fallen out or anything. We just, everyone went their separate ways after sort of college years. And uh, yeah. So if you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk about any of the things that I've ever talked about on this podcast, then send those my way. Don't know what pod at gmail.com. If you are either of the two people uh, from the story, like I said, you know who you are. Get in touch with me. Don't know what pod. Don't know, don't know what pod at gmail.com or just DM me. You, you'll know where to find me online. I would have thought. Um, if you click the Linktree link in the description of the podcast or in the description of the video, if you're listening on YouTube, then you can find all of my other adventures there uh, for the podcast. They are the Instagram page, TikTok, YouTube, whatnot. Everything that you need is there. And you can also buy tickets to Kinky Boots, as I mentioned earlier on. If you give me a five-star review, that will bump me up the charts for the podcast and we can get more people joining this community and we can grow and grow and grow and get more people talking about things that they wouldn't necessarily want to talk about, which I think, I hope, will make the world uh, an easier place to live. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button on YouTube and uh, smash that like button. I'm saying this ironically, by the way. I'm not saying it ironically as in, like, don't do it. I'm, like, I just think it's cringe to say, smash smash that like button. I mean, click it. We don't have to smash it. It's fine. And all that leaves me to say is goodbye 2023. I hope you have a wonderful new year. I will see you on Monday for a new guest episode on the 1st of January. And Friday next week for the next main episode when I could be talking about literally anything. Happy New Year!